Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Wednesday morning. I hope everybody had a great night's sleep and appreciate you all for tuning in and joining me for this morning's devotion. I'm sorry I did a group mass message and I hate doing that because I hate being put in those group things because every time somebody responds it uh, dings and uh, you know drives you crazy. And if you ever put me in a text group message, I will come to your home and I will beat you. Because <laughs> I hate those stupid things with a passion. <laughs> so I find every way to want to mute it and get me out of it. I hate it. Um, praise God All right, that it uh, the uh, devotion is going out this morning on Facebook. I didn't, I didn't think it would at all. I mean, and uh, because where I've been uh, putting Facebook jail for uh, some stuff. And I put a thing on there about socialism. Uh, yeah, it's actually from a news article. And they're trying to say that it uh, is encouraging self-harm from four years ago. All right, It shows you the attack on conservatives four years ago. And uh, now if I had put a picture on there of uh, that idiot uh, comedian who uh, uh, had the severed head of Trump, I guarantee they wouldn't have done a thing. I'm just getting tired of the, the constant attack. I'm going back years back trying to find something to keep us from uh, posting or, or doing anything. So um, I can't do nothing on any of our Facebook pages, the church group, nothing like that. So I didn't think it would e- this would even go out. That's why I was telling everybody to go to the website and watch on there. And uh, praise God, it's going out. So that's great. I'm really glad. I'm glad that Darlene's watching. Rusty Poss, Miss Errol Fox-Harris, Miss Mousy, Jennifer Honeycutt, Darlene Barker, Tracy Little, Kelly Jeanette Swift. Appreciate all you wonderful people for tuning in and joining me. Appreciate your patience. And uh, uh, like I say, it's uh, it's just very, very frustrating. Uh, even on my fake account, it's been banned. Brandy's been banned. Well, it was on my, on my Fighting for Traditional American Values page. And uh, so I'm trying to get her and another friend of mine off of the administrator aspect of it so they don't get caught up in that again. And uh, so, hello, Terry Hutchinson. Thank you for tuning in. So, uh, uh, so I apologize, guys. Particularly if you follow my Read the Bible in a Year, can't get that out. So you want to go online, look it up yourself. You want to have to do do your own uh, legwork <laughs> this time. So sorry about that. All right, my friends. Let's at this time let's do our morning pledge of allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All right. And uh, praise, as I say every morning, don't, you know, I know it probably sounds like a broken record. And when I say praise God, we get to say these pledges. Praise God that we get to, that we have this freedom. We don't take this freedom we have for granted. Remember, there are people that want to take that away. And what's sad is we have people right here in our own country, in this current administration, who wants to take our freedoms away. Why? Because it is a power grab. That's what they want. It's all about power. They don't give a rat's derriere about you one way or the other. So remember that. And uh, don't uh, take these kind of things for granted. Uh, you know, 
Uh, they are looking for any excuse uh, to take away what we have. So don't, don't. That's why when I joined the Air Force, and I remember taking that oath to, to protect this country, both foreign and domestic. And I took that oath seriously. And I tell you what, I'm that had a belly full. So I guess that brings us up to Mad Matt's news and comment. You know, it is. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we got this new press secretary, uh, and uh, the only reason why she's there, you know, you, you would think she would be embarrassed to think that the only reason why she's there because she fits the uh, skin color, the uh, gender, and uh, her sexual orientation. That's the only reason why she's even in there. It's nauseating. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of uh, people not being put in positions due to their merit and their abilities, but based on uh, uh skin color what have you the things we just mentioned it's just it's ridiculous you know it should be based on that uh you know uh it is uh saw uh, several days ago where target is uh pushing a transgender line they were already pushing an lgbtq thing in fact it went that long ago we walked into target and they hear right there was a stand gay pride stand right there as soon as you walk through the front doors uh it just uh it made me turn my stomach and so i i made it a point to uh express my disdain openly and loudly and brandy was telling me to shut up and made me leave <laughs> so <laughs> she said you don't get us killed i like i don't care i'm sick of it man but uh you know it is uh uh guys all we can do is pray yeah all we can do is pray for this country it is uh growing sicker and more diseased each and every day and uh you know, hopefully these new primaries and, you know, maybe you know, it seems like there's a real, real red wave sweeping. Maybe we get some things changed, you know, I don't know. But uh, it's just a uh, sad situation, it really is. But anyway, let's go ahead and move on. It's a slow news day and a whole lot going on. I'm going to try something a little new here. If you see, you see my, my, my phone camera here. I'm going to try to live stream on TikTok and see if uh, maybe I can reach a few more people and getting the, the gospel out. Um, Got to try every avenue, if all possible, to, to spread the gospel message. And uh, we have to be those fishers of men. All right. So uh, let's look at our verse of discussion this morning we're looking at james 1 13 through 15 let no one say when he is tempted i'm being tempted by god for god cannot be tempted with evil and he himself tempts no one but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire then desire when it is conceived gives birth to sin and sin when it is fully grown brings forth death all right that's me Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. And uh, I don't know what just happened here, but apparently this is not going to work. I don't know. Let's see here. Yeah, this ain't going to work. Anyway, oh well, there's a thought that counts anyway. I'm trying to make an attempt to do that. All right, so. Let's get to our verse here, guys and gals. Hopefully you all are excited to get into God's Word. You're excited 
to get your day going in the right direction. Now, I want you to get excited for Jesus. I want you to get excited. This is, you know, uh, maybe in the mornings, this is a mini pep rally, if you will, for the Lord. I don't know, however you want to look at it. But I want you to get uh, happy that, hey, we get to dive into God's Word. You know, I can't help but think about uh, the video I've seen several years ago of uh, in China, uh, these this pallet of Bibles that was uh, sent to them, and, uh, and and they were grabbing these Bibles. I mean, they were grabbing them and 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 hugging them and kissing the Bible. I was so excited to have God's Word in their hands, you know. And and here we have so many people who have Bibles just laying around gathering dust. How, how sad is that? Here, there's people in the world who would give anything just to have a copy of God's Word. And here, many of us have multiple, multiple copies of the Bible and, and just leave them laying around and or just leave them sitting at church or barely ever open them. That's sad. We should be excited to be in God's Word. We should be excited to hold this. When I hold, when I hold God's Word, this is very precious. This is very wonderful. Uh, this is very special because this is God's love letters to us. You know, it's just not a bunch of random words uh, to, that we just need to look at every once in a while, but something we need to actually take to heart, use it, and apply it, and understand it daily. You know, we look at God's Word, particularly this verse this morning in James 1, 13 through 15, in regards to temptation. You know, there was a good illustration, if you will, uh, that uh, this guy, he was on a diet, something I need to do, <laughs> but uh, I hate being fat. But it is, uh, he was uh, uh, going, he knew he was going to be driving by a donut shop. And he said, well, I'd like to have a cup of coffee. But if he stopped and got that coffee, he would also want a donut. So he said, Lord, if it's, if it's what you want me to do, let there be a parking spot there in the very front. And sure enough, there was a parking spot there in the very front. The bad thing is, it was the seventh time around <laughs> when he saw that parking spot. And uh, he kept driving around. Do you really want me to be there? <laughs> and then that's when he pulls in. You know, the point of, of, the, of, the, of that illustration is the fact that temptation, at first, you know, it, it, is, uh, it starts in the mind. And then it cultivates. And then it gives birth to sin. You know, that's when you have the opportunity uh, to squelch it when it happens. You know, it is, um, you can't help what flows through your mind. But it's when you act on it, that's when it becomes sin. And that's what we have to fight. God does not tempt us. God may test us, all right? There's a difference between testing our faith to get a, a, a an idea where our character is and being tempted by the devil. Remember, God does not tempt us. And, uh, you know, a good example of that is look at Job. Look at what all he went through. And, uh, and the fact that he lost everything, well, except for his wife, who still remained there to torment him, <laughs> but uh, uh, covered in bulls. And, I mean, he suffered horribly. But yet he kept his faith in Jesus Christ. Look at Abraham and the fact that he was being tested uh, to, uh, you know, he, uh, God uh, told him to, to sacrifice his own son. And out of his true faith, he was willing to do that. And then the angel stopped him, preventing him from carrying that through. It was a test to see if he was willing to go that far because he knew how precious his son was to him because he didn't think he would ever be able to have children. And so, therefore, he was tested. We may go through tests and trials to test uh, uh, our 
our, uh, how's a good way to put it, our strength, our durability. Well, a good way to look at that as far as um, if you ever watch Forged in Fire, they do that strength test. You know, uh, they once they uh, put that metal into the fire, they beat uh, out the shape that they want, and then they grind down uh, how they want uh, the blade to look and, and sharpen it and put the handle on it. Well, they, they take those knives and they go through some major tests. Uh, you know, they'll have big pieces of bone or rock or whatever it may be and they want to test the durability of that you know if you can't hold an edge after taking that kind of beating and can the metal withstand the force and impact on something that hard and there's many a times when they went and hit and, and buddy the knife just broken too because there might have been a slight crack or, or an imperfection in there somewhere that caused that knife to really almost explode in the in the guy's hand who's testing that and there are others who can uh, give that beating to that knife but yet over there are still cut uh, just as efficiently as ever sometimes we have to go through the heat sometimes we have to be beat sometimes we have to uh, proverbially now and i'm talking about you know uh, not literally beat but uh, uh you know and or and then we have to be tested sometimes to see where we are at in our faith in jesus christ and you know kind of goes back to the parable of the sower Sometimes that seed is on rocky ground. Sometimes that seed is choked out by weeds, you know, but there are those that take root. And if you are a true Christian, true child of God, even though those trials are not fun, even though those tribulations stink, all right, it is, it is not pleasant. Remember, these present sufferings are only temporary, only here for a little while till we get, we're passing through till we get to heaven. And we have to endure. We have to persevere. So, you know, that's one thing as far as testing. But remember, the devil is the one who tempts us. It goes all the way back to Adam and Eve. It goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. And that we see him as a serpent who is going through and uh, uh, trying to uh, uh, destroy what God has put in place. You know, the, the question is always asked, why did God allow the serpent to exist? Why did, you know... You know, there's, there's questions that I cannot answer that we may not know on this side of heaven. But either way, that uh, come in that form. But, you know, he made sure that the snake after that would be on his belly and eat dust from there on after. But that's when sin took root. And therefore, that's why we, you know, we see horrible, terrible things in this world. And uh, we don't understand it. It's because we're seeing uh, physically uh, what God sees internally of the ugliness of sin. And that's why we have terrible things that happen in this world and in this life because of sin. You know, and some people, you know, I've even had people say, well, why did this have to happen? Why did this person have to die? Don't tell me it's because of sin. But, and I, and I, started, and I tell them, it's, it's not being cliche. It, it is not minimizing your pain. But the fact is, it is because of sin. It is Satan trying to rob you of your joy. It is Satan trying to destroy you. And when you get angry, don't get angry at God. Get angry at the source, and that is the devil. And the only way you can fight back and hurt the devil is live that much more for Jesus Christ. See, the devil wants you to blame God for the tragedies of this life. But we have to put the blame in his proper perspective, and that is that Satan himself who causes this pain, who causes us to sin, and causes us to mess up, because he is here to steal, kill, and destroy. He is the roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He is circling you. He wants to destroy you. He wants to separate you from the love of God at all costs. And that's why we have to be soldiers. We have to fight back against those temptations and overcome and be victorious. And again, how do you do that? What is it I say every morning? You have to read your Bible, you have to memorize scripture, and you have to spend time in prayer. That is your training. That is your exercise. That's what you have to be disciplined to do. You can't be an effective athlete if you do not train. 
And, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are not training and they're not reading their Bibles and spending time prayer. And then when, when things hit, when the attacks come, you are defenseless. You're like, well, I don't understand why. Because you was not ready. The battle is here. It's not a matter of, I hope I don't get attacked today. It's, it, it's you know, a matter of when you get attacked, you know. And it may be something subtle as, as thoughts that are flowing in your mind that you're trying to battle. It may be something physical. It may be something emotional. You know, I don't know how the devil's going to attack. He knows your weaknesses. He knows where to aim those fiery darts. That's why we we have to have the shield of faith. That's why we have to have the sword of the spirit, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation. We have to put on that armor of God and be ready to fight at a moment's notice. And so that's why we have to understand that it's not God himself who tempts us. We're seeing in this verse here is that for God cannot be tempted with evil and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Remember that. It is your own desire. What is tempting you? Maybe you're battling an addiction. Maybe a pornography addiction, a drug addiction, an alcohol addiction. And, or it could be maybe you're addicted to buying. You know, you see a lot of these shows on uh, about hoarding, you know, where they just, they don't even need stuff. They, they've got stuff piled to the ceilings and, and, and they have tags still on the clothing or the shoes or whatever it may be. There's, it's just, they, they have this uh, compulsion to buy and for no reason because they, they may just find, well, I'm going to resell it or this might be worse. It, you know, the addiction doesn't always have to be, I think I don't know everybody wants to zero in on drugs and alcohol and things, but it could be a number of things. You be you could be addicted to uh, relationships. Uh, you could be, there's a whole, lot, whole list of things. But that's why we uh, that's why we have to fight and not be enticed by our own desire, as this verse is saying. Then desire when it's conceived gives birth to sin, and sin when it's fully grown brings forth death. So we have to be careful when those thoughts come into play. And we can... Uh, sit and ponder on those thoughts. We can sit and say, well, you know, and, and try to start justifying as to why you can sin and it be okay, or we can start fighting immediately. Sometimes I think we sin sometimes out of boredom or that we got too much time on our hands. You know, maybe we need to be more occupied, you know, when you start feeling those thoughts and temptations coming on, not only fight back with scripture, but keep yourself busy so that you don't fall into that trap. Don't be like the guy in the illustration of the donut shop who, you know, drove around seven times until he found an open parking spot. Like, oh, well, I guess that's the Lord's will. If you have a temptation that, to drink, and then maybe you need to drive on out of your way so you don't go buy that liquor shop. So you're not like the guy wanting the donut. Uh, looking, you know, having an excuse to go in and, and buy a bottle of liquor or whatever it may be, or avoiding friends who dabbles in drugs, uh, avoiding those individuals, whatever it may be. We need to make sure that you are fighting back. Now, we're not perfect people. We're going to mess up and realize you are forgiven. You are loved, but don't take that for granted. Don't take advantage of that forgiveness. Don't take advantage of that because a lot of people will do that. You know, they'll take advantage. Well, God's going to forgive me so it's, I can do this anyway. Well, that's, that's crazy. You don't have that kind of thinking. You're taking advantage, all right? That's cheap grace. You don't want that. You want to, to grow closer to God and you want to fight against those temptations. But the devil doesn't play fair and he is subtle. And next thing you know, you're in the middle of sin. You're like, oh my gosh, what did I do? What happened? You know, we have to be careful and we have to fight back. So remember, God is not tempting you. God doesn't do that. Now, he may put us through trials but uh, to strengthen us and to make us stronger and better Christians. But he does not tempt us. It's, it only comes from the devil and we have to fight back. And all we can do that again is staying in the word. All right, my friends, let's go ahead and have a, a, a word of prayer.
And Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us each and every day to serve you well. Let us do your perfect work and will. And help us, Lord Jesus, to fight back against temptation. Help us to recognize the pitfalls and snares that are laid before us. Help us, Lord, to avoid those. Help us to be strong and to be of good cheer, to stay in the word, to be instant in season and out of season, to reprove, rebuke for all long suffering. Lord, let us serve you well. Lord, if anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God and protect us. We meet again. Be with our children as they're going to school, work, and play. Lord, be with all of our graduates. And Lord, uh, bless them mightily as they're going out on this new adventure in life. Let them go far and do your perfect work and will. And Lord, let us all be a light in this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today. Don't forget to tune in tonight at 7 p.m. for our Wednesday evening service. Trying to debate whether to expound more on what we were just talking about this morning. I feel like I've only scratched the surface, so I'm trying to debate whether to uh, expound more on this or, or try something or go to something different. So be in prayer for me uh, on that decision. If it's something you would like to learn more about, let me know in the comments. I kind of give me an idea which direction to go in. So hopefully everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.